0: Oh man, you guys, welcome to your favorite podcast, the... Grower and I podcast. I am your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside your co-host Scott Simmons. Jason Phillips is joining us today. And let me tell you what is inside. This is this is the best podcast we've done. This is the most impactful podcast we've done. This is the most intense podcast we've done. You are about to get very uncomfortable inside. You are about to get fired the fuck up inside. You are going to have chills at certain parts of this episode and what we are bringing. Jason Phillips is one of the most successful entrepreneurs in the fitness industry. Honestly, I don't even just want to categorize him in there. He's one of the most successful people that I know. And he's he's an unbelievable business mind, an unbelievable nutrition mind. But even beyond those things, he's just an unbelievable human. So inside you are about to get an hour and 15 minutes of talks that I just don't believe you can get anywhere else uh, on the internet in the podcast realm. This is the best podcast we've done, and it's going to be really hard to one up this one. So episode 34 brought to you by Revive Supplements. Jason, Scott and I, we're going to see you inside. Man, I'll tell you what, it's uh it's 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 very um rare that I can honestly say that there's somebody that I I look up to. Scott knows my feelings on this. There's just like not a lot of people that I'm like impressed by. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so having someone on my podcast that we literally started a month and a half ago that I've um uh, like I, I told Jason before we started here, like, man, I've known you way longer, you know me. Mm-hmm. So I want to welcome our guests for episode thirty-four. Jason Phillips, welcome to the Grower Die Podcast, my man.
1: Dude, when you said uh, that you were gonna have someone that you looked up to, I guess that person canceled, and I got. I got so, uh, oh I, man, I, I appreciate getting to fill in for whoever that was. It must be a special person, but it was, it nah, was dude, It's uh, it's amazing to be here, brother. I appreciate you,
0: dude. If there's one person that I can point to, and and we have a mutual friend, uh, we we have a mutual friend Jordan Duggar who told me about two years ago. He was like, Hey, uh, you knew Jason Phillips is? I was like, Fuck yeah, I knew who Jason Phillips is. He's like, dude, your you guys mindset, like y'all's mindset is the exact same. And dude, on it, well, one, that's One of the largest compliments I think I've ever gotten in my life. Um, It's it's actually it's the second best compliment I've ever gotten. Uh, Scott and I have actually been told that our podcast is going to overtake Joe Rogan's by two people now. So so the Jason Phillips comparison is number two behind that.
1: (laughs) But you know, like that's fair because mine is definitely not worth (laughs) a hundred mil. It's not.
0: It's not. But hey, if we get that hundred mil, you're a big part of it. So so it's it's Uh, awesome to fucking have you on because you know what you know what, Jason. We have a huge problem in the world, really, not just the industry in the world, there's shortcuts are always being looked for. Or how quickly can I monetize whatever my Instagram following is? Or how can I skip all the boring steps to just get to the top and Jason preaches this impact over everything that I want to talk about. So, Jason, tell us about impact over everything. How did you come to this, I guess, tagline that's a way of life? What were you looking at that made you be like, damn, I have to change the way things are going here?
1: Yeah. So first and foremost, it was it was how I had to change my own life. And, you know, I uh, we kind of chatted off the air before this. I told you, you know, when I first got in the space, it was. I was coaching a lot of physique competitors. I did like a lot of bikini and, and figure preps. And dude, this is like way back in the day. I'm 35. This is probably 10 years ago. So, you know, 2010-ish. Um, and I always dabbled. If I'm being honest, I never really believed in the fact it could be a career. You know, I wasn't Chris Ocito, I wasn't Mike Davies or Kim Odo or like, you know, those are the guys that were really big back then. Um, or, or Shannon Day and Bombshell back then. But like I I always dabbled and and the truth is like bro, I always was, I I never had like vision and I never understood like the long term. I was living very much for like instant gratification. And so I would, I would help some clients. I'd have a little bit of money. I'd fucking blow it. And I was living like almost like a degenerate lifestyle, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, and I found myself, it was fuck man, eight, eight years ago. Um, I was on a, I was on a Thanksgiving ski trip with my girlfriend at the time. And this is like, this is the first trip that we ever went on, uh, as a couple. And so, you know, as a dude, you want to impress, like you want to pay for things. And so, um, your audience doesn't probably doesn't know me very well, but I had the Starbucks street going. So I was, you know, I was just in that. And, and I was, uh, I, so I went to get, I went to get Starbucks and it was in the grocery store. And did I order my coffee? I get to the front, I swipe my credit card and they look at me and they're like, sorry, it declined. Yep. And I was like, oh shit. Well, let me like, let me go around the grocery store. I'll, I'll hit it on the way back. It must be a bank error. And like, the truth is deep down inside of me, I was like, it's not a fucking bank error. Oh, Something's shit. wrong. Yep. And so I, I, I pulled up my banking app as we we're walking through the grocery store. Mind you, like she's just putting like fucking item after item in the cart. And I look at my app and what do I see? I see negative $27.05. Hmm. And I was like, what? the fuck like here i go from like wanting to impress this girl to almost having to tell her that i have no money and that she's gonna have to buy the groceries for our thanksgiving dinner because bro it's a bank holiday like nobody can bail you out you can't go put money in the bank like i had no cash on me um and i like honestly i was freaking out and so like we're walking around the store walking around the store we get to the front um and i i don't know if i like wanted to wallow in my own pity or what but i opened up the account again and for some stroke of god um, a $500 check cleared. Wow! And I, like, that's not supposed to happen on a bank holiday. Yeah. Like anybody that understands the, like the finance industry, it's not supposed to happen on a bank holiday. Right. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving day. $500 in my account. Right. So I'm, I'm 400 something in the black. And I'm like, all right, well, number one, I can afford the groceries. Number yeah. two, I better go pay for my coffee before they deny me again. <laughs> and like, and I was like, okay, I gotta, you know, obviously I, uh, I called in a few favors, got like a little bit of money to like get through the trip. Yeah. And, I got home and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm truly at rock bottom. Mm-hmm. I, like, I've i done all the corporate jobs. I've done all the bullshit jobs. And and the one thing I've never done is I've never just gone all in on me. I've never wanted to. I've never chosen the fact that, like, I want to help people truly for wanting to help them. Like, and, and fuck, I mean, I couldn't have less money. You can't have less money than being overdrawn. So I'm like, my life is literally at rock bottom. Mm-hmm. If, if nothing else, if this is going to be what my life is, if it's going to be this shitty and I'm going to scrap for every penny, at least I'm going to fucking feel good about myself. And I'm going to go out in the world and I'm going to create impact. And I know that there's one thing I'm really good at and that's helping people with their nutrition. Mm-hmm. And so it was like that minute, it was that declaration. I said, fuck everything, fuck money, fuck like Instagram, fuck Facebook, fuck everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And bro, here's the crazy part. 90 days later, I was earning 10 plus thousand wow. dollars a month. 6 6 months later, I was doing 30k a month. Wow. and inside of that first year I had crossed a seven figure run rate
0: that is wow wild that is wild and, and and for the if you don't know who Jason Phillips is number one I don't know where you've been number two we gotta change that <laughs> because since then you know Jason was one of the first seven figure business owners in this industry Jason is literally I mean I can point to him and say yeah like that dude paved the way and, and he paved the way for someone like me to be able to do what I do. He paved the way for you listening to this to be able to do what you do in love. But I want you to understand where he's coming from. He was 27 and he didn't have vision. He was at rock bottom. I've talked to you guys about rock bottom before. Rock bottom is the most powerful place to be. Jason and I talked about this before we started the podcast. When you're at rock bottom, you know the only place you can look is in that fucking mirror because something's fucking wrong. You didn't get there by accident. You didn't get there because of anyone else's fault. You got there because of choices that you were making. Jason was making cash. He had cash flow and he kept busting it. He was spending it. I was doing the exact same. My shit was getting declined too. my shit was getting declined at Chipotle. My shit was getting declined, trying to buy my friends cookies. And I was like, dude, at some fucking point, this has to change. Mm -hmm. Like this has to fucking stop. Six months later, dude was doing 30 K. Why can that not be you? Why can that not be you? I mean, this dude. Jason since then has started Nutritional Coaching Institute, which is absolutely huge. We're going to touch on that here in a little bit. He's he started other businesses. He sold the businesses and, and he, he made them so large with their impact that they, you know, they were something people needed. And he made them so large with their impact that he wanted to be able to coach other coaches how to help people. And that's what the Nutritional Coaching Institute is about. From this, he helps thousands of coaches help thousands of clients that's fucking impact over everything. It's not about the cash. If, if, if you're in this and we've talked about this before, if you're in the fucking fitness industry looking for cash, you better get out and go have a sales job, like go <laughs> find a fucking sales shop and get really fucking good at that sales shop. Yeah. Cause Jason, you've, you've worked in this, you said 16, 17 years.
1: Yeah, bro. 17, man. It and was the, it, you know, after, after my anorexia, that was the first thing
0: it took you nine years to start making cash. It took me yeah. six years to start making cash so hey if you if you're not willing to give up that much time go sell go sell something. I want to talk about uh, formerly you were anorexic and yeah. and you said you were one hundred and eighteen
1: pounds yeah. Dude. dude, that's a dope look, man. Five so okay, I mean, Dude, that gets, that gets girls. That gets girls. I
0: have been beating my door down, bro. That's why you're so funny now, because when you're small, the only thing you got is a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, brother. That's
1: all I fucking had, man. Again,
0: like, when you're at rock bottom with your looks, there's only one place to look, and you better be funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's it, dude. So, so
0: it. let's talk about this. Like, you were there, and obviously you knew something needed to change. What was the turning point? point here
1: yeah dude honestly um like i I, first and foremost it's it's such a it's such a convoluted thing man like i like growing up um i always like there was no like there's no way to predict this Mm -hmm. um i was you know my senior year of high school uh i was a golfer i don't Mm -hmm. know how many people know that about me but um, I was, I was a really good golfer. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was ranked like top ranked in the state, top 50 in the world. I was wow, an amateur. Nice. Wow. And, and like, I literally, if you would have asked me in 2002, I would have said, bro, like what, you know, someone's like, what are you going to do for your life? I'm just going to play golf. And, wow. Um, and so it was right after high school. Um, I actually tore my labrum and okay. still to this day, I don't know how, uh, like I, I was, I was seeing a strength coach and I went in and like, you know, I mean, I was 100 at that time. I was a buck 28. Like that's that's what I graduated high school at. That was my normal weight. Like I was a small kid, mm-hmm. um, and you know I was going to bench like 95, and even at that weight I could bench 95 pounds. Yeah. But I got pinned and I like couldn't move my left shoulder. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? They sent me for an MRI. I had a torn labrum, and so for the first time ever, I didn't have an outlet. Man, like I grew up playing soccer. I didn't have golf. Um, I I like basically i had chosen a college scholarship based on a girl i was dating we had broken up like i was at this point where i literally had nothing going for me and i i started falling in love with being in the gym and like what was happening and there's two pivotal moments that caused this um and one like people don't understand the gravity of words and so anybody that hears this, like I, I genuinely just want you to think about the words that you use when you speak to other human beings um, and the way in which they come out because it was so innocuous, um, but it, it literally ch- it transformed my whole life. So I was at a football game with my friends on a Friday night. And one of my friends, dad says to me, he says like, Oh, you've been working out. I can tell you're losing some of that fat. Mm. And bro, like I was 18 year old kid. Mm. I didn't think I was fat. And you were 130 like, pounds i was a buck 30 like i didn't think i was fat like mind you i ate everything that would make me fat like all like my diet consisted of like pizza and burgers and chicken tenders and whatever Mm -hmm. like um but it was like it blew my mind and then you know the other like it it literally sent me in a downward spiral i got super self-conscious probably could have overcome that but then Uh like that matched up with Again, the year was 2002. Every college kid's like wet dream was to be an Abercrombie model. Um, mm. I was in Abercrombie and Fitch one day and I came out of the fitting room and this woman looks at me and she's like, Hey, have you ever considered modeling? Mm -hmm. And I like, I legit probably like laughed at her and I'm like, whatever. I'm a fucking golfer. I'm like, I'm not a model. And she's like, well, here's my card. Uh, I would love for you to do pictures for us. And I like instantly got super excited because I'm like, yo, I'm a buck 30, but at least I can get some girls. (laughs) I'm going to be an Abercrombie model. Right. And on my way out of the store, she says to me, she's like, make sure you send me pictures of your abs. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, I'm like, what abs? Like the ones that are covered in massive layers of fat. Like, (laughs) So, so it was like, it was the perfect storm. I had just become really self-conscious of having fat. And now there was like an importance and an emphasis placed on me losing fat. And so I started asking everybody I knew, right? Like my trainer, a physical therapist. And ultimately it was, uh, it was my pediatrician. who was a family friend, amazing dude. Um, he's like, you know what? Just read the magazines. It's all nutrition. You're a really smart guy. Just, just make sure you read the nutritional articles. It tells you what you need to do. You'll get lean. No problem. And so I started reading everything, man, like go to the magazine store, um, and, and I would buy muscle fitness, men's health, like flex, Man, muscle mag, muscle development, like you Every name it. I probably have the biggest, <laughs> bro. I probably have the biggest library from 2002 <laughs> through 2005 of anybody. Yeah. And, and I would read and I would read and I would read and all it said is don't eat this, don't eat that. Don't eat this, don't eat that. And like, it rarely said eat this. And right? all of the, a all the sudden you're so, down to just
0: chicken. That's the only thing you Yeah. Can yeah.
1: Bro, yeah. 500, like 500, 800 calories bro. a day. I'm not kidding you. I vividly remember I was working at Best Buy as a part-time job. I remember one of my meals was two rice cakes. It was a meal.
0: Oh my wow. God.
1: Wow. And when I, obviously you, everybody understands the physiology of low testosterone mm-hmm. and, and the hormonal ramifications. But when I tell you I needed to nap at two o'clock every day, mm-hmm. like brother, I'm not talking about, I needed, like I wanted to nap. Like I'm talking about asleep. Physiologically, yeah. if I didn't sit my ass down and fall asleep, I was going to hurt myself. Jesus wow.
0: Christ. Holy yep. shit, dude. That is wild. And and so that's where, um, your, your love for nutrition, um, kind of started, right? I would assume
1: a hundred percent. Well, here's the irony of it, right? My, my hormones were so fucked and that two o'clock thing happened, Yeah, bro. I couldn't, I couldn't hold a job. Yeah, I was losing wow. job after wow. job. So yeah ironically I was going to a gold's gym and they had a sign posted that said they were hiring. And so I inquired mm-hmm. and they are like, well, it's for the early morning shift, 5am to 11. And I was like, well, that's gold. Like, like I didn't tell them like what was going on in my life. But I was like, you don't understand how perfect this is. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, love, like, I'm loving five to 11. Yeah. And so I started doing it. And that was how I got in there. And, and of course, like I would see all these, like, you know, there's a couple bodybuilders that would oh, come yeah. in here and there. And, yeah. um, there's a guy, his name is Jerry bird jr. Like never made it big. He's, he's always natural, but he competed on the NPC stage as a Bantam weight. And, um, but he'd come in and, and I would be like, man, like, I want to look like that guy. Yeah. And one of the trainers had taken note of like what I was doing to myself. Like she could see it. Mm. And, and one day I told her because I saw her talking to Jerry, I said, I want to look like him. And she was like, Oh, well, you know, I, I train him and I do his nutrition. And I was like, well, fuck, can you do that for me? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, absolutely. And right there on the spot, I was like, well, what do I eat? And she said, you need to go, um, you need to eat 4,000 calories starting tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, which by the way is horrible advice. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, yeah. It's pretty <laughs> terrible <laughs> advice. From
1: 500 <laughs> yeah, to 4,000. <laughs> terrible advice for an anorexic. Like, not knowing. Yet, right? <laughs> yeah. Not knowing anything about me. Yeah. I was like, well, but bro, I like, I, for whatever reason, I put blind trust in it. Mm-hmm. And, I went to Barnes and Noble and I bought like a calorie counting book yeah. this is 2002, like before my fitness pal. Okay. And I, I wrote out a 4,000 calorie meal plan. I started consuming it the next day. Wow. And I honestly, I never really looked back, man. That was like, that was the pivotal moment. And you know, I like, uh, as you know, things started unfolding, a fitness director came to work at that Golds. He had graduated from Florida state. He was a super cool dude. We got on really well. So I was like, oh, I want to follow in your footsteps. So I I switched my major. Um, I transferred to Florida State. And dude, that's where I got my degree there. Okay. Um, exercise science, concentration, fitness, and nutrition. And, and honestly, man, I never looked back.
0: So you're, you're a seminal. I didn't know that about you. Well, I, I am in North Brother. You, you know what? You, t- tonight, there's something really cool on ESPN that you might want to watch. I'm not sure if you saw that, but at 7 p.m. When Central ended? Time tonight, uh, they're replaying the game where Ohio State ended your arch rival Miami's dynasty. Um, so you might want to check that yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. See, I, 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 wish I had any reference to talk shit to you, but Ohio state and Florida state never play.
1: So sure. no, we don't, we don't, and we, we won't play until we get to the national title game. But yeah. I think both, well, your program's in a lot better
0: position. We're in a little so bit of a better position, but Hey, at least you're not Miami. Yeah. <laughs>
1: this is true. It's not oh, a good time man. to be a Seminole right now, though. I'll
0: tell you that. It, it, it's not, but Hey, there, there, there's brighter horizons. I promise. So, you know what, maybe hey, Florida you know state needs to bring fun. you on to coach their nutrition. That'd be something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If they they had the NCAA tournament this year, I liked our chances. Like we were, we were looking good for that. Man, isn't that heartbreaking? It's a rough year, dude. What I
0: can't imagine is, you know, you were, you know, eighteen to twenty-one years old, and um, you know, I, I I was a college athlete um, as well. I I ran track, and I I can't imagine putting this work in. And you work so hard and it's like, you, you know, like, like Florida state, I mean, they were a top 10 team. You, you get to the place where, Holy shit, I have a chance. Like you've worked mm-hmm. your whole life to get to this place where there's this fucking chance. And all of a sudden it's just like, Oh, yeah. actually nope, y'all are done. Yeah. You guys are done. Like there, there, there's no more. It's, it's over. I cannot imagine the transition from we're playing for a national championship to, Oh, what the fuck do I do next? Like, where do I go from here? And I think this is a really, really, really important concept for people to grasp onto. Because, you know, you guys have heard enough of my story. You guys know enough, uh, you know, about me. But we're talking to, to to someone right now who's, you know, got to the highest part of success within this industry. He embraced, you know, the anorexia. He embraced being at rock bottom when his car got declined. He's had other tough, uh, you know, tumultuous ventures that he's gone through. Embrace this and grow from every single item that gets thrown your way. And I, you know, I hope the you know the athletes who have their seasons taken from them. I hope they have someone teaching them how to embrace. You guys listening to this, the you know the messages y'all send Scott and I are like absolutely ridiculous, mm-hmm. and we appreciate it. But every single item happening to you, and this is one of my favorite things about Jason. When he was going through all of these items, he never really felt like the victim. He was like, no, this is my choice. This is my path. I'm, I'm, I'm going this way. And, and, you know, whatever happens happens. And it's, you know, I, I have definitely been victim. I've uh, fallen into the victim mentality before, you know, when I was kind of at rock bottom, but. How fast can shit change and embrace that and utilize that and find the beauty in the change? Because on the other end, like Scott and I talked about in our podcast, I know Jason will love the pivot mentality. You always have to be ready to pivot because something's going to happen. I mean, fuck, we just got out of a, you know, national shutdown over something no one fucking saw coming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people in this time, Jason talked about it in one of his podcasts, like y'all are sitting here in quarantine, trying to not lose your money. You're sitting here in quarantine, trying to not gain 15 pounds. You're sitting here in quarantine, trying to think about all these, how to prevent all of these bad items. And you're not even fucking thinking about how can I win? How can I expand? How can I pivot? Where can I go from here? There's opportunity behind every single thing that's happening. And in one of Jason's podcasts, Jason, I believe it's called Playing Not To playing Not to Lose.
1: What, yeah. what what's that podcast called? So it's it's an all in daily, but yeah, I think it was I think it was playing not to lose instead of playing to win. I, mm-hmm.
0: I think that's, that's what, what awesome. it was. And Jason talks about he, he, like he's already mentioned. Um he's an avid golfer, big, 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 big golfer. And he was struggling with at the end of every single you know, round of 18, he was doing way better than the beginning. And he realized in the beginning, no, he's playing not to bogey rather than playing to birdie. And this is extremely important because, Jason, let's talk about all of these people follow us. And, and now they're listening to us and it's like two successful business owners. They built all these things. They've done all of these things but no one else is willing to just fucking risk it. No one else is willing to get really, 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 really fucking uncomfortable. Nobody else is willing to give up all of their sanity to make this achievement or this goal or this vision happen. They just want to play it safe. They, they they want to stand there in their corner while the bulls of life run by and they're not even going to risk it. They're not even going to try to wrestle them or outrun them. They're playing it safe. You have these in, in your nutritional coaching institute. you teach three levels of mastery. I want you to talk about these and I want I want us to talk about playing to win rather than not to lose. So talk about these three mastery concepts.
1: Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, the notion of playing to win to the playing, not to lose, I think it comes down and and we could take it, you know, we could extrapolate a simple principle, which is, are you willing to bet on yourself? And it's really funny. Um, you know, I sold one of my companies earlier this year. And at that same time, I I gave that individual an opportunity to invest in another one of my companies, um, at a reasonable valuation with the expectation that, Hey, we're getting ready to explode shit. I'm going to help you make a lot of money. And literally this person was like, ah, like, I'm kind of nervous to do it because (laughs) you're a bit of a crazy motherfucker and like, you're not afraid to lose. And I was like, no, I'm not afraid to lose at all. Like I have zero fears at all when it comes to losing because despite what I have in the, in the bank, despite what my net worth is, despite anything that we do, if it all hits zero tomorrow, I'm totally okay with that. Mm -hmm. I like, I won like, in fact, like sometimes I, I almost feel like I'm tempting the world to try me with it. And I like, I don't necessarily want it to go there, but I'm totally okay if it did, because I like at the end of the day, I'm responsible for everything. I'm responsible for the wins and responsible for the losses. And I think so many people want to deflect that. They're, they're looking for a solution to help them create the wins or they're looking for a blame on the losses. And I think that every successful person, I think this is, you're an amazing example of this. Every successful person I've ever encountered, is willing to take that shit to heart yeah. and is literally willing to say, I fucked up yeah. or yo, i put in the work. Yeah. And so, so I think the, you know, the notion of playing to win comes back to the notion of, are you willing to bet on yourself? Um, and that's a great transition into, uh, you know, what I call coaching mastery. And so, you know, in the sort of, in the nutritional coaching Institute, we certify by coaches, and, um, Obviously we teach you all the education. We give you the application. Uh, You know, we have level one, we have level two, we have hormone mindset business. We have all that shit. Right. Mm -hmm. But what I started to figure out and, and you know, this like, like no one else, our space is full of a bunch of dickheads <laughs> that should not be like, that should not be business coaches mm-hmm. that are claiming that they're fucking business. Oh my
2: God.
0: Oh my God. Real quick, real quick. Super, super, super fast. Money. I did a whole last podcast yeah. about business coaches and, and oh, well, I, we I, handed I, them the keys. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. I, I, we handed them the keys, but in that podcast, I mentioned your name as being one of the two people I would ever refer yep. someone to because mother how the fuck are you a business coach when you've not even earned six figures? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> but before that, how are you a business coach if you haven't earned six figures in a month is what I was going to say. How the fuck not are you true. a business coach if you've never earned six figures in a fucking year?
2: Yeah. Too. How long? <laughs> long
0: he said 17 years. Jason. yeah, 17 Jesus. years. And, and, you know, Jason does seven figures every fucking year. He does six figures every fucking month. You know, we're we're that's what we do, too. And i like jason knows how to build a fucking business i know how to build a business but y'all motherfuckers don't want to hear how to build a how, how to build this business anyway they fucking shortcut. yeah they, they want the shortcut we're going to talk on that after jason after jason talks about these mastery rules
1: well dude a humble humble brag um <laughs> we talk uh we talk about this like six figures a month is dope but we're it's getting a, ready to track seven we're getting ready to go. track seven that's figures So i'm going for hey i'll race you and, there Right, listen, I'm all in. I'm all in on that, bro. I love competition. I'll text
0: you when we get uh, there.
1: Yeah, Yeah, let's let's do the damn thing, and we'll fucking party it up. Um, we'll party it it up, Um, So, but no, I mean, so, but what I started seeing is like, I would have all these graduates of our institute that were all in an amazing place, and then I would watch what they were doing publicly, and I could tell. Like, the crazy part is, I've, I've been in the game long enough. I could tell which guru. They hire mm-hmm. and because I'm watching their tactics and mm-hmm. every guru is like hanging their hat on like one tactic. And I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, like I don't want to be the dickhead that's like you're wrong, because your your shit clearly works for you, but you're ignoring the fact that you've put in years and years of development mm-hmm. to get to that place. And so whether you're like, hey, I missed your Facebook group guy or whether you're like, Hey, I'm Mr. Funnel guy, or you're like, Hey, I, I'm Mr. <laughs> sales Script guy. Like I, I I, get it. I appreciate you. I, I accept what you're putting into the marketplace, but it's extremely misleading. Yeah. And, and so I like, I was like, fuck this. Like, it's finally time to change this messaging. And, yeah. you know, I had been coaching people's businesses like on the small and, and, you know, like, I know I don't promote my Business coaching services mm-hmm. hardly at all. No, not um, at all. very few people. If if you came to my shit, you would rarely see it. It's not something I. I just don't love the douchey nature of being like, "Hey guys, one of my clients made 100k yesterday." Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I got a lot of client successes, but I just I don't feel authentic talking about it, so I don't yeah. talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just saw like the problem, and I was like, "All right, here's the reality, and no one's gonna want to hear it." Just like you said, nobody wants to fucking hear it. Mm-hmm. The you don't make six figures tactically Mm -mm. period, the end, Mm -mm. like you do not make six figures on the back of tactics. Mm -mm. And if you're, if you're trying to make money on the back of tactics, you will lose, Mm -hmm. you might make it temporarily, but you will lose. So at the end of the day, how do you actually fucking make six figures? Mm -hmm. Well, we already talked about it. You go look in the motherfucking mirror, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, if you cannot master yourself, Meaning your actions, your thoughts, your desires, your true understanding of what you want, your true understanding, your true understanding of the ramifications of your actions, Mm -hmm. where you're showing up for yourself, the balance that you do or don't have, right? Mm -hmm. I I see coach after coach after coach in our industry and they're like, well, I want to build a big business. And and I'm like, well, cool. What are you, you know, what are you doing for your own diet and your own nutrition? Like, well, I sleep like two hours and I've prepped for like three years straight and my home life is a fucking shit show. And I'm like, oh, and you wonder why your business sucks. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. Like imagine if for one time you did an off season, you, you remembered what it's like to feel good. Imagine if you actually started sleeping like you should mm-hmm. and you got your home life together. Yeah. And people are like, well, that's not synonymous with making money. And no, there's no direct ROI on that. But any successful entrepreneur will tell you if you don't get you together, if you don't understand what brought you to the dance, if you don't know your stories, if you don't know your pains that you lived in, Mm. if you don't understand the possibilities that you've created that people look up to you for, if you can't articulate the path and the journey in a manner that is going to connect to your end user, your end clientele, you suck. And if you suck, your business sucks, period, the end. It's the end.
0: Too many people won't look in that fucking mirror. We've talked about this with you guys before. Remember when I told you those three, every negative thought you have replaced so you owe yourself three positive words right now. Every, what can you do, get done before 11 a.m.? What can you control in your life? Where can you step up to the fucking plate and hit a home run? Understand, hitting home runs isn't an achievement. Hitting a home run is fucking up and being able to be like, you know what? I fucked up, but I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm pivoting. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to figure it out. It's learning, it's adapting, and it's always, like Jason said, like I have, we have a whole fucking podcast on it. Mm -hmm. Are you going to fucking bet on yourself and are you going to keep betting on yourself or are you just going to give up because shit got inconvenient? Are you just going to give up because, oh no, six clients canceled today? Are you just going to give up because you haven't got an inquiry in a week? Because if, if you are, then you're never going to have impact. It's not about cash. It's about impact. Cash comes so cash doesn't even come second. Cash comes like fifth down the fucking road. If you're not so willing true. to look in the fucking mirror and be like, damn, Justin. I mean, we, we couldn't have a podcast long enough for me to take accountability for all the times I fucked up.
1: But <laughs> well, I, dude, if you and I tried to share it together, we'd be here for you. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'd have a year long podcast. <laughs> but d- uh, he- here's the issue with not having accountability. You never move on and you never learn. Because you always think that someone else is the reason why you always think that this happened to you rather than because of you. And this is problematic in relationships. This is problematic in friendships. This is problematic in how you approach your client relationships and how you approach their success. And this is extremely problematic in how you approach your business. If you're not willing to stare yourself in the eyes and be like, damn, dude, I've sucked. I have sucked this week. And right now I'm going to fix it. And this is exactly how you're not ready for any of this. You're not ready to have impact and you're not ready for people to actually look up to you. Understand this. And I'm going to go a step deeper than Jason did here. Aspics get followers. Huge muscles get followers. But these things don't fucking build brands. These things don't fucking build business. It's all temporary. What are you going to do with this platform? Nice stories that make people feel an emotional connection to you. They're cool. But what are you going to do after that nice story? What are you going to do after you share your first bout of vulnerability? Are you going to allow yourself to keep going deeper? Or was it just a quick hit of dopamine because you got a ton of likes and comments and you got a few inquiries? Mastery of self is not about your Instagram following. It's not about the money you're making. It's not about anything beyond brand building. What do you want your brand to be built upon? If you want it to be built upon a short-term gratification, that's okay. And I mean, six figures is only $8,500 a month. You might earn six figures off that. And congratulations, if you do, I couldn't. But if you want to have something that impacts the fucking world and shakes the world and I'm going to boost my and Jason, my, me and Jason right now. We have changed the world, and we are continuing to change the world, and we're changing the industry that we have so much passion for. Until so you look yourself in that fucking mirror and you truly embrace mastery of yourself, you're not going to be able to get to number two, which is mastery of connection. So, Jason, let's talk about mastery of connection, because this one's my favorite one, to be honest with you.
1: Well, real quick, one more thing on mastery of self, right? right. And I want to kind of paint the picture so that people can drive it home is – If you're, if you're wondering about mastery of self right now, I want you to think about all the things that you quote unquote can't do, Mm -hmm. right? What are, what are the things that you want to buy? The things that you want to invest in, the things that you want the freedom to do, you need to look at yourself and ask yourself, why can't I do those things Mm -hmm. for the financial things? It's like, well, I don't have enough money. Well, why don't you have enough money? Mm -hmm. Are you spending too much? Have you been a shithead and you want to fucking look cool when you should have been saving? Mm -hmm. Are you not working hard enough? Are you choosing fucking Friday night, get shit faced over Friday night, stay in, save the money and Mm -hmm. actually plan for a better future. And if you take a, take a look, right? Real deep dive introspect. You ask yourself, what are all the things that I really desire to be doing right now that I can't be doing? You're going to start to find that the answers are always something that you are doing or haven't done. Mm-hmm. And that's why you can't fucking have what you want to have. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't wake you the fuck up, nothing will. You're not ready for it.
0: Yeah, you're just you're just simply I, like you, like you
1: just don't want things as bad as you say you want them. Mm-hmm. And listen, if that's you much love. Yeah, like like much love. Like I love you if that's you. Yep. But here's the thing. Stop fucking saying you want this. stop
0: saying you want it. And you're never going to see Jason and I at the top. We want to see you guys all there. We want to see every single one of you guys there. We're not just, fucking. Yeah. we're not doing this podcast just to fucking call each other up and talk on the phone. We're doing this to help you guys. We want to see
1: every I mean, single one of you do more of that. We but. should, we should, I agree with that,
0: <laughs> but let's, uh. let, let's get into mastery of connection and how powerful yeah. this is for clients and network.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. So, you know, you were talking about inside of the mastery of self uh, concept, talking about having a big Instagram following and, you know, ass pics get likes and, and, you know, authenticity gets likes and mm-hmm. it lights you up with dopamine. People need to understand that I built a half a million dollar business with less than 2,000 Instagram followers.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Yep. People need to understand that I built a half a million dollar business with no website. Mm-hmm. The only place you could even get to me. My email address was listed in my Instagram profile, or you could Facebook message me. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. That's wild. Right. That's and I had wild. hundreds of clients and we were making tons of money. Mm-hmm. And how, how did we do it? Well, I was connected, mm-hmm. right? I can pick up the phone today and I can call a lot of people that a lot of people wish they could get to. Yep. I right? am not going to name drop this fucking stupid, but I promise you my network is pretty big. Yeah. And what I've always realized Is tactics are a dime or dozen, but authentic connections, people want to help good people. Yeah. Right? Like I've I've been really fortunate. I mean, dude, the fact that I'm on your podcast is just because like we're able to connect with one another. I support you. You're super, dude, you're dope. Like you support me. Mm -hmm. But like at the end of the day, that's connection. You also know, like, at any point, if you pick up the phone and you call me and you're like, bro, I need this, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Like I'd get on a plane tonight and I'd be in Austin. Like, whatever needs to happen, I would do it. And That's what people need to know. People don't buy services. Yeah. People don't buy programs. They buy number one, the person that lives behind that. They live the principles. They buy the principles that that person lives by. And more importantly, they buy the belief that that program is the right program for the situation that they're currently in. Yes. And, And so when you understand that connection and connection goes deeper, it's more than just your network. How many people like listening to this do you think truly can connect to themselves? There's so few people I guarantee that can really look and like introspectively look and say, I am super deeply connected to what I actually desire. Mm-hmm. And and I can tell you before I built the concept of coaching mastery, I was so disconnected to who I was I was connected to nutrition coaching. Mm-hmm. I was connected to the connection-based model. I was connected I was connected to the industry, but I wasn't connected to me. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's why I burned my first fucking seven-figure business. Because mm-hmm. I had no personal connection. Man. And so connection goes two ways. It's the network you build, but it's also connection to who you are. It's connection to a set of principles that you build. And it's connection to a set of foundations that move you forward.
0: And since becoming more connected with yourself, how has that changed your connected with your connection with all of these other people?
1: Well, you start to realize the connections that you have in your life either serve you or they Mm -hmm. don't serve you. Mm -hmm. And when you're not connected to yourself, you're allowing certain connections in your life that are actually not serving. Yeah, I, I would actually argue my my circle of quote unquote friends today is far smaller Mm-hmm. than it was when I was disconnected to myself
0: couldn't agree more
1: but I can also say the connections I have professionally are deep deep like people know and and like I'm very much I am I think that a lot of people out there they're like man like wouldn't it be great to live life and not give a fuck what other people think like it's super cliche to say yeah. that right And Gary yeah. B's big on that yeah you don't achieve that unless you're connected to yourself yeah so so finding what serves you inside of like your connection to yourself right if you're if you are living inside of a connection to yourself you genuinely can say that you are not affected by the opinions of others i think it's a, a massive mistake to say you don't care about the opinions of others because we're all human and we all do to some extent well, well but you're not I, affected I also, by it
0: i also think that and and, and listening I, I want you to understand that i also want to make note of this because you really just opened my eyes to something that um, and you know, the last couple years of my life i've I've been living and I didn't realize I was living it right now, is the deeper my connection gets with myself, the further connected or the 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 further disconnected I am from people who don't serve me. And I mm-hmm. spend a lot of time, like, spinning my wheels trying to be connected to this person because i thought i was supposed to be connected to this person yeah uh, because we were before i underwent all of this self-growth and and mm-hmm. so you dude you just fucking like you actually just fucking turned the switch on and yeah <laughs> you know in, in my own mind but you know jason you and i are people and scott as well we're people that like yeah you know you can Dude, someone can send me an email right now that's like just lashing out, telling me how terrible of a person I am. And I would like read it and I'd be like, okay, like that's fucking cool. You know what
2: I think, though? I I think I like this point a lot because I didn't just think I didn't think about it this way until Jason iterated it like this. Yeah. Um, It's it's almost like if you hear something negative about yourself from someone else and you're not connected to yourself, Mm -hmm. you're going to get offended. You're going to. But that offense, you getting offended is only the internal perception you have
0: yeah of you being offended is is an internal perspective yeah it's 100% so internal and I, I I do think there's power and you know Jason you might disagree with this I think there's power and still caring there that you have to care what people are saying about yeah. you and, you know unless you're the president of the United States of America like you at that point you truly cannot care. well like look at it this but,
2: way if I give you a compliment you're gonna care about it yeah yeah if exactly. I give you an
0: insult. You're probably going to care about like, it. Like <laughs> you, you might shake it off. Yeah. But like whenever I see something, you know, said about me somewhere, um, you know, in the social media realm, you know, it's like, does it affect my day? No, no, not at all. But man, I really fucking wish that wasn't said. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to read you. I'm going to read you an Instagram quote that I put out that I think addresses this perfectly. Yeah. Um, I said, be confident enough to say fuck your opinion, mm. but humble enough to always listen.
0: Ooh, I like that. Ooh, that sums it up. That's deep. That sounds stuff right?
1: up. So, beautiful. like, I, I don't care. You're right. I don't care if you want to run your mouth about me and you want to take shots. Like mm-hmm. I promise you that like on your own volition, you know that I always had your best interest at heart. And that's great. Like I, and I'm super cool with that. Right. So yeah. you want to like, I've come to realize people that talk shit are really talking shit about themselves. They They're just like, it's, it's the wrong frame. And like, and that's super cool. And I get it. And like, listen, we've all been in a bad place and chances are we've all talked shit. And so yeah. like for us to, for us to talk shit about the shit talkers is just talking shit about our past selves. Like we don't need to acknowledge that we don't need to, we don't need to hate on them. If anything, they need our love more than anything.
0: Dude. Um, Yeah. That's perfectly stated. And, and, and you also have to understand that, no one who's above you ever talks shit about you. You mentioned Chris Asito earlier in this podcast. Chris Asito is not sitting at his fucking desk talking shit about me. He do not have time well, to talk busy. shit about me. <laughs> He's too fucking busy. Yeah. He's busy prepping the best in the world, you know, for the Olympia or for whatever show. And if someone comes at you, someone says something about you, it's because they aren't you. And you have to be able to find the, the the humility to accept and understand that rather than just fire. back. I spent a lot of time. Dude, I'm 27. Like I'm fucking young as shit. And like a couple years ago, 25, you know how you were at 25 dog. Anytime someone said anything to me, they got a response. Mm-hmm. Every single person got a response. They drained my energy. I drained my battery on people who were less than me. And I know Jason did too. I know Scott's done that. And dude, it's never, ever fucking worth it. If I had mastery of myself, if I looked at myself in, in, in the fucking, aisle, because the reason they got responses is because it was real. <laughs> Yeah, It was happening in yeah, real man, time. Dude. Those yeah. were my issues, and yeah. people were pointing them out. And now you know what's wild? It's so rare. Like it's so rare that I get social media hate. The only hate I hear about is people saying things behind my back. It's never on social media anymore. Mm-hmm. And my connection to people, my mastery of self, has never been this deep. It's mm-hmm. never been this deep. And I, dude, th- there's so much power in that. But to you guys listening, to this understand connections number two. This connection was well, let number. Me, let two. me take yeah. you.
1: Let me take you one layer deeper inside of all that too, right? Until you have those things, you really can't hit what I believe to be the home run of mastery of connection, which is, and you know, this, like I know the number of people that you serve is in direct, like it's in direct proportion to like the the degree of your success. Yes. 100%. And, and bro, if you don't know how to connect to your clients, you will lose. Like, I like brother, you're an amazing coach. You're a mm-hmm. better person. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. You're you're an amazing coach, but you're a better person. Mm -hmm. And the reason that you continue to win is because you're an amazing person, because you connect to your clients. You built this community. Mm -hmm. Like the reason that people in the industry like you is because you support them and their brands. You don't look at this as like a dick measuring competition game. Uh You look at this as, hey, I want to connect with you. I want to support you. Yeah, I can tell you this. I have given freely. More of my time, more of my assets, more of my energy, more of myself to this space. And and I would challenge anybody. I think I have at least given just as much, but probably more of those things than any human being on earth.
0: I've heard more made, of your name in the last, you know, since I started doing this, I would say, man, like uh, seven, eight years ago, I've like, you've always kind of been a player. You know, you, you, you've you always sure. been someone who's been consistent there. Um, and so I, I, I'm i going to double that down and I'm going to agree with that 100 percent. But also you paved the way. Like, again, yeah. to bring him up for the third time, Chris Asito didn't pave the way to be a seven figure business owner. Chris Asito does not no. have seven <laughs> figures. You know, Chris Asito paved the way to be an elite bodybuilding coach and to be the best bodybuilding coach the world has ever seen, because hands down by so many defaults and measures he is. But I'm so glad you say that. I agree. Dude, oh, my God. If someone when someone fucking tells me that anyone else is even in like when, when you say Chris Isito's name, there better be a period after it <laughs> because no one else should be in the fucking sense. And Chris Isito, you know, Jason and I can come together with our minds and we're still not even close to him. So I'm, I'm just giving him the, the credit that's due. But he didn't pave the way for the seven figures. He didn't pave the way to to, to impact all these coaches. He didn't pave the way for impact over everything. He didn't pave the way for the all-in mindset. So I'm going to double down on that and say, yeah, Jason did, he's given more of himself to this than anybody else. So you guys, when he fucking talks, y'all better listen. I'm over here getting chills. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I got chills during this fucking phone. I, I yeah. can't wait for this to get out tomorrow. Yep. But Jason, continue on. If you have more to build on connection, let's go there. But I'm excited to get to the Marketplace one too. To your third core value?
1: Yeah. Well, so first of all, I mean, on the, on the connection, it's like, you know, you got to connect to yourself, you got to connect to your network and then you got to serve that network. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really the, the, those are the foundational elements. Um, uh, you know, uh, if you look at any really good marketer, like Russell Brunson talks about like a dream 100, that's founded that there, that's foundation is connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a model I call 50 friends. Um, you know, a- every really good marketer has connection. And so Uh, you know, if you want to be a a great coach, uh, you got to have connection to your client. If you want to have a big business, you got to have connection to your clientele, but also to other players in your space. Like you have to be a complimentary business. Um, you know, my story, I've told it before, but you know, the first year I I wanted to accelerate the growth of my business, dude, I gave seminars. I traveled 37 out of 52 weekends. And I openly just said to gym owners, I said, Hey, if you put people in your gym, I'll pay my own travel, I'll pay my own expense. I'll show up, I'll add value, I'll drop a seminar and let's just help your community. And it was literally my willingness to connect to the community, to deliver value mm-hmm. that built me such a big business so quickly. So connection, 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 like I, I can't harp on it enough. If, if nothing else, if you do nothing else, the rest of your life, if you spend time connecting, mm-hmm. you'll win guaranteed, like you can't lose. And
0: you're going to be extremely fulfilled as well. I truly believe that you will be extremely Amen. fulfilled. Hey, speaking of seminars, when's ours coming?
1: Bro, whenever you want me. Like, (laughs) literally. When When does Hyperdrive open? When Justin says there's a seminar, I just get on the plane, man. All right, so you guys tell me. All right, we're gonna make it happen. Uh, my
0: people will be in contact with yours.
1: <laughs> I, lo- I love it. All, All right, right. Ma- dude, I'm not. I'm not even cool enough to have people. So just hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, see, I
0: need to have people because I have too many fucking weaknesses in business.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, I, I do have people, but yeah. I, the the one thing inside of my business that I'll let anyone control is my schedule. So, oh man, uh, I love that. But, I I outsource everything else because I I just, you know, I, I I operate a lot off my energy. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, when, you know, bro, like full transparency, when you were like, Hey, I want to do it at this time, Thursday, I have a client call at this time, every Thursday. And, and I I moved those around because I wanted to show up for your energy, right? Like I know this is your time and I wanted to show up. And so only I can do that. Right. I can look at my schedule and I can make those judgment calls and, um, I appreciate you know, those are I appreciate that all, no, like This It's going to impact a but lot of people. Yeah, and that's and that's it, man. Like I just I want to show up for everybody as much as I possibly can and it's uh you know, I've I've definitely one of the gifts I think I've been given is my ability to communicate and articulate mm-hmm. and to to show up. And mm-hmm. so if I'm not maximizing that gift, man, why the fuck am I even here?
0: I want you guys to be taking extreme note of the things Jason is, is talking about here. Because, um, you know, as someone who, you know, I'm, I'm eight years behind him in this profession. But as Jason alluded to earlier, like, man, you know, my network, there's people in my network who are just ridiculous. And I'm going to double down on that. Like, There's people in my network who are unbelievably successful. But one thing, understand this with when Jason and I are talking, he made the comment. Pick up the phone. Call me. I got you whenever you need. I'm the same way. He made the comment. Tell me when that seminar is. I'm there. I'm the same way. Tell me when the podcast is. I'm there. I'm the same way. Every single ultimately successful person. I know they're constantly serving others as long as they have the same vision, the same drive, and they're going to bring the same energy to the table. Don't fucking ask me or Jason to come on something. They're going to be a dud. Mm -hmm. Don't ask. Don't invite Jason and I to something, then back out like, Jason and I are going to show up. We're going to be there. We're going to be in the front of that motherfucking room and we will bring so much energy. It's going to be unbelievable. Understand that. Start saying yes. I've talked to Scott about that. Mm-hmm. Say yes. Show up. Lean in. Say yes. Lean in and go for it. I, I, I think there's so much power in that, but that's how you build more than connections. That's how you build friends. And two is going to go a lot further than one. Four is going to go a lot further than two. Eight is going to go much further than four. You need friends and it's OK to have friends in this industry. There's people listening to this podcast who are going to go follow Jason. And in six months, they're going to hire his. You know, They're going to invest money in him yeah. rather than me. And that's yeah. beautiful. That's yeah. fantastic. That's what Dude, I
2: want. That's one of my biggest gripes of things is that everybody thinks they can do it
0: oh my god if you think you can do it by yourself J- J- jason remember before before the podcast <laughs> i was like these people like do you really want to know what what running a seven-figure business is like and <laughs> do you really well, want to do I've that probably
1: invested i've probably invested as much if not more than i made in my first decade of business like I've, I've invested half a million dollars in mentorship yeah. and You know, I and and I don't don't say that as like a brag. Oh, my God, I had half a million dollars. I say that to show you how much I value learning from others. And if I'm being honest, some of it was worth it. Some of it wasn't. But like I I've always learned something. Right. right? And and I I'm always trying to be a student. I always want to be better. Yeah. I'm, I am never going to be complete and at the same token. Like I, I know where I'm good. I know where I'm bad. And, and I'm not one of those people that's like, Oh, you need to fix your weaknesses. Like I'm a big believer, like triple down on your strengths and yeah. be really fucking good at one thing and, mm-hmm. and, and dominate that thing. Like there's, there's other people in this world that will pick up the slack in your, your weak areas and, yeah. and like, let them win their one thing. So, um, Definitely, definitely big on that, man. Uh, um, and, and dude, I, I, I appreciate that sentiment.
0: I think a lot of people spend in, you know, our, our entire conversation here has been literally talking to our previous selves. And I'm talking to Amen, my previous dude. self Amen. here as well. Because Jason and I and Scott are not going to be practicing or preaching things that we don't practice. Stop, dude, honestly, straight the fuck up. Your weaknesses. I mean, you know, if you're my age or Jason's age. Uh, Dude, your weaknesses are your weaknesses. I'm not saying give up on them. I'm not saying, you know, don't self-develop, but triple down on those fucking strengths. Find other areas that you can uh, patch over your weaknesses Mm -hmm. or bring your weaknesses Mm -hmm. up. Like here, you know, the um, within my company, we have the core five and every person in the core five, their strength is my weakness, Mm -hmm. dude you're not going to be, if if you try to be a Jack of all trades, you're going to be a master of none. We need to surround yourself with people who are masters of all trades in as many areas as you possibly can be for you to have the greatest fucking impact. It's not about more income. It's about more impact and the more strengths you surround yourself by, the more fucking impact you directly are going to be able to have. Um,
2: It seems like that's the definition of mastery of connection. Well,
1: dude, I I mean, say that shit louder because like literally you just nailed it. Have you ever, have you read the book rocket fuel?
0: No, but Jordan's actually told me about it.
1: I haven't read it yet, but my COO, he, he read it and he swears by it. And effectively, like from my understanding, the book breaks down two types of people, like visionaries and implementers. I'm very much a visionary. Like one of my, like, dude, we could sit, and i honestly I'll, I'll throw this out there any single one of your listeners i will get on a phone call with you or I'll, or text or or something and i if you need like the next 6 months year 18 months 2 years like whatever vision of who you are as a person or your mm-hmm. business i'll do it for you completely for free wow. because like uh-huh. i i just i geek out on this shit yep. so like i'm such a visionary and i see like my my real gift in this world is i see things long before they happen mm-hmm. and everybody will tell you that Right. Like actually, you could ask Jordan. He sent me a message two days ago and he was like, yo, we're supposed to be launching right now, but we're not because things are in a great place and it feels so good to have an evergreen funnel. And I like, I just wrote back in like all caps, like, yes, like 10 million times. Yeah. And I was like, you do realize, I told you a year ago, this is exactly <laughs> what was going to happen. I'm like on our very first call, I told you you're going to be done launching and you're going to want to live evergreen. And like, here we are a year later and it came to fruition. Right. that. That is my superpower. I'm like, I challenge anyone in the world to come play that game better than me. Like that's what I'm great at. But dude, dude, at, at the same lo- time, this, right? look
0: in my future and tell me I'm going to make $10 billion. <laughs> $10 billion. <laughs> <laughs> well, bro, I
1: can, was, I can tell you this. What's your you dollar equivalent? <laughs> hey, I, I, mean, I appreciate I that. He, he's, t- I, I, he's talking I about something. I don't something know your him. business plan, but I know you have the ability to. Your business plan is and...
0: huge. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's great. talking
2: about, what uh, well, we've talked about visualization. He is. He is.
1: The
0: has, importance of visualization. We talk about visualization. Jason, do you meditate?
1: So I'm just now getting into it. Now, here's the thing. So, so I remember when I first, when I first listened to Tom Bilyeu, he talked like, like what turned me on to him. Um, he was on, uh, Tim Ferriss's podcast and he had a concept called thinkitating and, Mm -hmm. and he talked about not being able to calm his mind enough to meditate but that he always, he always did what he called think it's okay. And that like, that grabbed me by the balls and sucked me in. And I was like, all right, I'm in. And so I've always, I've always followed Tom's principle of think it's okay. Then, then like, and I tried meditation, but I, I guess for me, I tried it like the wrong time of day. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I was in a couple day workshop with Garrett White in Laguna and every day after lunch, he made us meditate for 20 minutes. And it was the first time I was really able to get deep and connect And So okay. I haven't put it into practice since then. Cause I, I really do. Like I'm a morning person. When you said earlier, what do you get done by 11? Yeah. Um, that's, that spoke deeply to me because I always say like, I think I do more by 10 AM than most yeah. people do in their whole day. Um, and you know, so it like, that's really how I go about it. But, um, you know, like when when we're talking about vision, I mean, I could tell you right now, and and I would actually, we should do this. like when you and I sit down yeah. is I would love for me to like look at all of your assets and build my vision and see how it compares to yours. So because I promise you there's like a big overlap, and yeah. it would be fun to do. And then like we should write it down, take a picture of it, and I bet you in two, three years, we look at it, and we're like, yo, like not only did we achieve that, but yep. we achieved so much bigger. but here's here's what I want everyone to take out of that conversation is when you and I produce those visions and we talk numbers, right? Because I, I believe you're not far from eight figures. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your revenue is, but I believe you're not far from there either way. Not um, too far,
0: F- far right. enough, but not too far enough for me to be uncomfortable, but not too yeah, far. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right, so, so but I, I believe you're not that far from eight figures, mm-hmm. right? When I tell you that you don't like laugh or, or, or at all shy away from it, instantly you're like, no, I believe you. You know, like I'm going to achieve that. Mm -hmm. And there's no hesitation. And I think that for everybody that's listening, if you don't accept what the vision is, it cannot come true. Mm -hmm. Um, well, dude, you saw the video. I held the event in December and there was like 126 people there. Yeah. And every single one of them, I gave them a hug and greeted them individually on Saturday morning. Yeah. And, when I gave them a hug, my words to them were, I need you to accept the fact that success lives in your future. Ooh. Today is all about hunting down that success. Yep. Do I have your verbal agreement that success lives in your future? And they would say, yes, I would give them a big hug and I would let them go sit down. Fuck yeah. But the minute that you know that success lives in your future, now it's just about creating strategy to get there. If you don't accept the fact that success lives in your future, you will not achieve it. I know without a shadow of a doubt I am supposed to make $100 million, mm. like, and not super far from now, right? Mm. I, I, I plan to exit one of my companies. I have an exit strategy. I know what I have to get to on a run rate. And I know what the multiple is that I'll command. I know these things to be true. I don't question them. I absolutely know them to be true. And so for me, every day, it's just strategy to get there. And, and ironically, that, that moves us into, you know, as we move to marketplace, I don't want to take up all your listeners' time. Um, like you, like we said earlier, bro, like we could run this as like a 10 part <laughs> podcast. Like could, I, you and I, I are I, we're, I, we're so I aligned. I a
0: note on this one real quick because we talk about this and Scott just passed me a note. We talk about this on this podcast is Scott always tells me, Scott, what do you tell me? You have a
2: psychotic belief. A yeah. delusional belief. A
0: delu I have a delusional belief in myself and you are the exact <inaudible> same way. And I honestly, I don't think I've ever spoken to someone else who I believe has that like as strongly as me. Yeah. And like I'm getting fired up here because I actually and man, this takes a lot for me to admit, but I respect Jason that much. I like Jason's delusion himself is further than mine. And now my fucking delusion of myself Mm -hmm. has to get that. Like, I I truly (laughs) feel like everything I touch should turn to gold. I feel like everything that I put out should impact people. And I think that it should help people get to the next level. And I'm listening to Jason explain. I'm like, oh, my God, I could not like. Yeah. Like what I'm telling you is good. What Mm -hmm. I'm doing is great and I think you should follow the lead and it's it's this psychotic belief this delusional belief that follow me follow I'm not going to lead you wrong just follow me and we're going to figure this out and dude I think that is beautiful because you and I will bet on ourselves if someone came to me tomorrow and they're like hey lay all on the line, your friends, your businesses, your impact, your cash lay all on the line for this bet. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to come out with more. I'm going to come out with double of everything. And that is so fucking powerful. But but. This goes back to number one. This goes back to that mastery of self. Jason and I spent time at the bottom. Jason and I spent time where no one was checking on us. Jason and I spent time where our future looked so fucking bleak that it's like, oh, oh, shit. Wait, how am I going to get out of this one? Mm-hmm. Jason and I spent time not knowing if next month's rent was going get, to get paid. We we didn't know if the fucking car was going to go through at the checkout. Now we've made it. Now, well. We've made it somewhere. Like we still don't yeah. consider ourselves as making it at all. Yo, I'm, but, I'm just chilling, bro. Yeah. We're still <laughs> I'm big vibing. I'm vibing, baby. So we, we're plotting
1: much bigger things. Oh, I mean, so honestly. much bigger.
0: So let's uh, transition into marketplace. But I did yeah. not want that note to go because I want our fucking listeners to understand that delusional belief is so fucking powerful.
1: Absolutely. Um, So marketplace comes down to this and it was built on the, again, this is, this is where I think everybody starts and really it's where they should finish. Um, obviously that's why we go self connection marketplace and everybody else is trying to go marketplace connection. Yeah, they think that if they build a business, that it will connect them to the right people and it will make them feel better about themselves when in reality they should grow themselves, connect to the right people and then build their business. So, um, Marketplace is considered to be all of your classical business tools, your, your funnels, your sales scripts, your copywriting, um, you know, your Facebook ads, your Instagram, like all of these things, right? This is, this is marketplace. What if it's, if it's directly, directly associated to your client acquisition process or your client fulfillment process, these are, these are marketplace topics. And I I believe marketplace lives on three very distinct things. There's only three things that need to happen inside of this component of your business. Number one, you always need to be attracting new leads, right? You need top-end people in your funnel. Number two, you need to understand the temperature of those people coming into your funnel. 90% of the time, they're relatively cold. They're just hearing about you. They don't trust you that much. They really don't know you. And so chances are, it's not that they dislike you, but they don't necessarily like you. So you have a job to move that temperature from cold to warm or ultimately to hot. So you need a process to warm up cold traffic. And then the final component is you have to be creating conversion. So the, the, uh, the framework that I share with everyone inside of Marketplace is connection, consumption, conversion. Who are you connecting to for top-end leads? What are you providing your people with to consume, to warm them up? And what conversion are you making? And when I say conversion, I want to get really clear here. I don't mean what cash are you collecting. There are many micro conversions that you need from a client inside of your business. Understand that them following you on Instagram is your first conversion. Them pressing like on one of your pictures is a conversion. Them leaving Mm -hmm. a comment is a conversion. Them moving to a private conversation is a conversion. That private conversation to a sales conversation is a conversion. And that sales conversation to cash collected is conversion. Mm -hmm. So there's multiple conversions that have to take place in a sales process. 90% 90% of people are like, oh, I got a new follower. Let me fucking make the, you know, the big dick pitch and mm-hmm. try to close some cash. And yo, like you can't swing for a home run on the first pitch. Like, mm-hmm. sure. Every now and then you're going to get it. But 90% of the time you're going to end up striking out. Mm-hmm. So just like females, you have to understand that. <laughs> Dude, amen, brother. Right. <laughs> amen. So
0: If you go up and you swing for the grand slam, you are going to strike out. Yeah. You gotta get. Hey, let me tell, what you, about let the me odds tell on? you, the <laughs> one
1: that you do. The one that you do land is not the right (laughs) one. not going to be worth it. And and the same way happens in business. The clients that you do land off of swinging for a home run on the first conversation are probably not even the right fit for your business. Yeah. Yeah, that's very right. True. It's crazy how those are so parallel,
0: dude. Women are like business. Holy shit, we just <laughs> cracked the code. A lot of money. We cracked the code, and they cost a lot of money.
1: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's so business, right? it's crazy. Actually, I'm I'm sure as you've evolved in your business, I've realized there's so many principles on the nutrition side that line up on the business side. Oh, it's yeah. utterly absurd. Oh yeah, um, which always it's always fascinating to me how that works out, but. Yeah, I mean, It's I mean, almost so that's, like that's success
0: everywhere have, has the exact same components. You just figure out how to apply them that's elsewhere. It?
2: That's why it's funny so when true, people dude. talk about that shortcut yeah well, it's not there yeah. everybody the blueprints already made yeah jason's yeah. done it you've like, done it like
0: like, the, like when we look at people who achieve shortcuts let's look at lebron james he was born six eight the greatest fucking athlete to ever but walk he still the didn't earth. become pro and, until when and, and he still <laughs> had to wait you know 18 years to yeah. be a professional athlete like let's look at the peyton mannings of the world the people who you think had it so easy yeah. you still didn't see the work that got put in because yeah. man i go to the grocery store and i see six eight dudes who are baggers i I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a six, eight and a bagger, but you didn't make that six, eight person that make it to the NBA. Yeah. You know, people, Amen. people always look and, and you know, I have a lot of sports references on this podcast, I know, but people look at like these young guys. Well, I guess fucking LeBron's like not 23 year old LeBron anymore. Yeah. But, you know, you look at the Patrick Mahomes and it's like, man, it's just so easy for him. Like, why is it so easy for him? And it's like, nah, you didn't see the work. You didn't see yeah. the work that goes in behind it. You can look at Jason and, and I's business right now and we're telling you we were broke and our cards were getting declined and we had nowhere to go but you still weren't there. So it's hard to see that work. It's hard to understand it and we like if there's one thing Jason and I want you guys to understand, it's it's literally this. This is what it takes here's the blueprint. It's right in front of you. Jason, one of the most successful fucking people in the space told you guys to whole hop on the phone with you. How many of you are actually going to reach out? How many of you are actually going to take that phone call and have any direction with that phone call? And I swear, if I hear one of you, if I hear one of you waste his time, I will be so angry. I will be so angry. You are canceled. You are,
1: yeah, <laughs> you're never, not allowed to listen to the podcast a, anymore. Uh, it's, we'll it's find never a way. To block a waste, you. like because I'm always, I'm always gonna learn. But you know, here's, here's the reality. I mean, I don't know if you want to fucking throw my number out now. If you want to put in the show notes, I'm cool with either one. But. um like at the end of the day, bro, like that's you guys saying like the principles are the same. You know, like Ray Dalio wrote that book, Principles, you know, everyone's like everyone like raves about it. Yep. Um, I'm I'm not a reader, so I haven't read shit. Like yeah. and I haven't listened to it on audiobooks. I'm so. a podcast guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a podcast and audiobook guy. Like yep. I definitely don't read. So um, but you know, at the end of the day, principles are the same across the board. And that's why like we look at when we look at marketplace, we look at the concept of marketplace. Um there's, there's principles, right? There's, there's filling your funnel. There's lead generation, lead generation is a principle, how that apply, how that applies to everyone's business is completely different. The way that you do lead generation today is far different than how I would advise a brand new coach to do it Mm -hmm. because you already have a business. Your lead generation strategies should be different, Mm -hmm. right? The way that you warm clients up, your omnipresent strategies are completely different than a brand new coach. It should be that way. But at the end of the day, you both have to have client or lead generation, and you both have to have consumption strategies or omnipresent strategies. You both have to have relevancy with an offer and to the right consumer at the right time in the right place. Mm -hmm. And you both have to be creating micro conversions. Mm -hmm. The tactics by which you do that are completely different. So anybody that's like, like here's my best piece of advice. If you're a coach, if you're in business and there's a guru or a business coach out there saying they guarantee that X, Y, Z tactic will help you get to 10,000 or 20,000 or 30,000 a month, Mm. fucking run Run. as fast as you can the other way. Because I cannot tell you, I know you've got like fucking millions of people that listen to this. Mm. I cannot tell anybody right now what they should be doing to create success unless I ask them 50 questions first. And by the way, It's like that in nutrition. Yeah. You and I are both really intelligent when it comes to food. Mm -hmm. I cannot prescribe food for anybody listening to this podcast unless i first ask you a bunch of questions
0: a shit ton of questions and it's you, like you are so right it's literally just like like the people who are like i'll get you ten thousand dollars a month it's just like the cookie cutter coaches that everything's copy paste mm-hmm. send it's the exact same ideology of them and it never ever ever worked or or i shouldn't say it never works like one you know one out of every 10 they're gonna strike lightning you know they're, they're gonna hit it and and it's gonna work and they're gonna you know, market that and promote that as much as, you know, as much as they possibly can, but it's so powerful understanding and, and, you know, you gave me a new perspective on, man, every follow is a lead. Every like yeah. is a lead. Yeah. Like Scott said it perfectly. Damn. Every time they interact with you, they're investing into you. Yeah. And that's powerful. That, that That's so Amen. powerful. And you, you, there are so many fucking take home notes here for you guys. I mean, I'm looking through the list, the, the, the items that we've talked about. And it's like, like, this is the most impactful podcast we've done. Yeah. Like I, I, I really believe that. And I knew having Jason all would be exactly fucking like, that. like, like this one is one that people are going to fucking hang up and they're going to, they're, they're going to start getting after it and they're going to change their shit and they're going to contact Jason. They're going to DM us and you know, they're going to talk to us about it. I want to re I want to go over this list again so that people can understand number one mastery of self. You have to be able to look into the mirror. You have to change the things about yourself that need change. You have to change your perspective. You have to be in complete control of yourself. You have to be able to bet on yourself. And you have to be able to dictate your life and dominate every variable that comes into play. Number two is connection. Professional connection, connection with your clients, and connection with others. You have to be able to connect, connect, connect. If you're not connecting, you are going to get fired. You're going to get broken up with. You're going to lose a friend. And number three is marketplace. This one. Everyone has back backwards. Marketplace always comes first. Now it seems you you get a hundred thousand followers and you start selling all of these items, but you've done nothing with the hundred thousand followers. You've done nothing with yourself. You you get a hundred k and boom item 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 buy 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 push 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 and some people will but like jason said if you're just going to rely on hitting grand slams the first time you're up to bat then whew, it's well, you, going to be never, a slippery slope. you have you haven't had any micro conversions you've had no micro conversions there's no connection these yeah. people don't trust you they just think you're cool yeah and that doesn't get you anywhere marketplace is number three this is a process you guys jason's been in this 17 fucking years jason's now you know he started just at gold's gym and now he's working with UFC, WWE, bodybuilding, CrossFit all of these people Jason came in and we didn't even get to touch on this Jason came in and changed the whole fucking sport of CrossFit and and it's it's amazing that you do an hour and 15 minute podcast with someone and the fact that they changed a fucking sport wasn't even brought up because of (laughs) because of (laughs) how many things (laughs) yeah because of how much fucking impact there is everywhere else you guys like this is a walking talking living billboard of impact over everything how hard can you impact Remember, I told you in the role model mindset, someone's always fucking watching, and more people than you think are watching and following your lead. Just because no one's ever told you that doesn't mean it's happening because it's happening in real time and it's happening right now. Master yourself, master your connection, and master your marketplace, Jason. What do you want us to leave with? What is one item that you really want us to take home, to understand, to grasp, and to mold our future around as we move forward?
1: So I'm going to completely, I'm going to bring something up that was not discussed at all, yeah. but it's something that I think everybody needs to do. And I think that, you know, it'll hit home with you too. Um, the the one underlying principle of everything we discussed is very simple. It's three words. Tell the truth. <sighs> Right. And, and we like, we, we referenced it multiple times, look in the mirror instead of master yourself. Well, looking in the mirror is dope, but you're not going to like what you see looking back at you all the time. And a lot of people resort to the blame game. A lot of people resort to stories. I want you to tell them all the fucking truth. I want you to find the facts and I want you to live inside those facts. And initially it's going to hurt. Like I'm going to tell you when I had to pull my head out of my ass after I had burned a million dollar business and I had to rebuild a multimillion dollar business, like I had to look in the mirror and say, Jason, you did that. Nobody did that. It wasn't your, it wasn't the dickhead employees. It wasn't the coaches. It wasn't this, it wasn't that. It was me. It was the decisions I made. It was the lack of showing up. It was the personal shit that I allowed myself to get into. Right. And, and I didn't, it was not comfortable. Um, in fact, dude, like full transparency. I did an event back in February. Um, you can ask Erin, she was there. Um, the, the first thing I talked about was literally this moment. Brother, I cried in front of one hundred and twenty five people. Yeah, and before I could get my first word out of my mouth, I was crying. wow. and and it's because I knew that I had undergone the process. and the, and the truth was, I knew I had left that bullshit behind. Yeah, and I knew that it was like I knew it was powerful. I knew it needed to be heard. And yeah. so i I let it out. And, and honestly, it was so pivotal that I was able to overcome that. Like a, like that, I got strong, I got closer to my clients. I got stronger connection to everybody because I was telling the truth mm-hmm. inside of connection. You better tell the truth because if you're a liar, people don't want to connect with you. Yep. And inside of yep. marketplace, if you're, if you're lying about what's working in your business, if you can't get real, if you don't know your numbers and you can't tell the honest truth, you're just jerking yourself off fantasy. Yep. Right. Yep. Like it's a fantasy world it's it's masturbation like it feels great until you're fucking yourself right and and it's it's one of those things like you have to be able to tell the truth over and over and over again so whether you want to talk mastery whether you want to talk business development whether you want to talk being a great human being a great friend a great father a great like boyfriend like a great whatever like it comes down to three words tell the truth that's it
0: Man, that is that's strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm going to double down on that again, too. There's, you know, obviously um, been many times in my life where I ran from what was actually going on and I just shut it off in the back of my mind. And, you know, it's, it's failed relationships, it's failed businesses, it's failed friends, all of that stuff. And then you know what was wild? What happened when I just started telling the truth nothing but the truth and just being fucking real? Man, the whole everything changed. Every, life's so much everything,
1: easier. Everything worked for you, bro. Everything, everything
0: started working for me. It's so much easier. When you don't have lies to remember. It's so much easier. when You don't have to beat around the bush. It's so much easier when you're just fucking real. I mean, well, you ready You ready for hungry. me to
1: bring one more parallel for you? I that can't blow wait. Your mind. I can't wait. If, if you're not living in truth, I promise you. You are not executing at your full capacity Mm -hmm. to grow your business Mm -hmm. because business growth is just amplification of facts. Mm -hmm. And so if you're living a lie, I 100% can attest to the fact that you will subconsciously sabotage Mm -hmm. because what you know will happen is inevitably the amplification of the light that is shining on you will get bigger and bigger. And at some point the lies will come out. Yep. And so subconsciously you will sabotage yourself to stay where you are, to play a game in your small little pond, mm-hmm. and to continue living a life of lies when all you had to do was tell the truth. Yeah. Play it, play all in. Yep. Play at full speed and allow that amplification to grow you instead of show showcase the bullshit truth that you've been hiding. Man.
2: Man, that's good. So many heavy hitters. That's good.
0: Oh, I can't wait, dude! Can we just have Jason back on tomorrow? I <laughs> <laughs> back to back. got plenty to talk about. Apparently. Man, dude, th- that that is so truthful. It's uh, that there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast that at some point of this podcast they got really fucking pissed off, and they were pissed off because. They are the, their own problem. They are their biggest enemy and they are what's holding themselves back. And this podcast is one that so many people need. And and I mean, I mean, need like not just one, not just kind of need no they need this i wish i had this to listen to a year ago my whole Mm -hmm. life would be different Mm -hmm. it truly would so man jason this was this was awesome i appreciate you coming on i knew when i reached out it's funny me and scott were sitting in the office and i have this list of podcast guests that i want to have on and i'm just like you know i add to the list throughout um, you know as i think about things and i never even added you to the list because i was scrolling instagram and i looked at you do you remember this scott Mm -hmm. i looked at I looked at scott and i was like jason fucking Philip. Yep. And he was like, Oh, who's that? And I was like, Jason Phillips. And he's like, all right, let's get on it. <laughs> I, I, I sent you an email right away. Yep. Scott and I talked about you, all this shit, and ever since I sent that email, I was am to the fuck up. And man, this—I mean—it exceeded expectations. Um, you told me you were going to bring the fire, and I think we did that to, to say the absolute least. So, Jason, thank you for coming on to the Grow or Die podcast. You made the podcast better today, and that's all the—that's what we're about. We are going to have you on again very soon. I think you're going to be a very tight friend to the show. So thank you so much, man.
1: I oh, did. it's, uh, it's an honor, brother. I mean, you know, as, uh, I, I know we don't always get to connect as much as we want because I know lives are just insane, but man, like, you know, I always, uh, I'm very fortunate in the sense I get to go on podcasts. And one of the things I always try to do is I always try to publicly acknowledge the, the person that had me on, not just as a thank you, but man, like everybody that's listening, like you already know, you, you show up to this podcast for a reason, you know, that Justin has impact, but you know, he's, he's putting this together, um, for value for those of you guys that are listening and he's doing it to pay it forward so that the, you know, the previous versions of ourselves had these things that we didn't have these things when we were up and coming. And so, um, man, I just, I just want to, on, on behalf of your followers, um, to, to say thank you to you and Scott for, for what you guys are doing, the time and effort and energy you're putting into this, into making our space and our community a better place, man. It's always, uh, you know, I, I always look up to leaders and you guys are are definitely uh the epitome of leadership. So I appreciate you guys.
0: Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. The pleasure is one hundred percent ours. We're gonna see you on here again very soon mm-hmm. for episode thirty-four of the Grow Red Eye Podcast. I really hope this one hit home with you guys. Thank you so much for being here. We will see you again next time.